Welcome to the Green Majority Bonus Show. This week we talk a little bit about the mooch. Well, I have basically I have a diatribe on why there's a good chance that the majority of rich people suck. That is that's my preview. <laughs> Uh, we talk a little bit about uh, psychology and psychology reports today with a eye and an ear to uh, recent uh, American news and what's going on there. You'll get the rest of the story in the show, so I won't uh, say any more now. But just take this quick moment to uh, quick moment to uh, request that you consider becoming a Green Majority member. Uh, we, of course, are always working on projects. We can work on them a little bit faster when we have more time to do it, though, and that's where the membership uh, comes into play. Uh, of course, uh, my free time is uh, not very large, uh, so the more time I have to work on the show is created by not having to be working somewhere else. So uh, please consider doing that. Recommended donation is about uh, $5 is, uh, on average is what we uh, generally get. Uh, you can do that at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Green Majority, uh, or just go to the website, greenmajority.ca. Enjoy the bonus show. Welcome to this week's bonus show. Stefan, welcome back. Thank you. And so... Uh, what I sort of want to talk about was sort of not explicitly about the environment, but that's kind of what the purpose of the bonus show is at the moment. So here we go. <laughs> um, so I've been watching uh, intently, of course, the drama that is the entire world right now and that sitcom called Earth. Um, and it's not as funny as I was hoping it was going to be for starters. It's mostly sad. It's a dark comedy. Um uh, in that like sort of Nietzschean sort of way. Um, but what I was sort of watching was w- what I wanted to point out was sort of one thing. So the, what I was, what I was, the feeling I was overwhelmed with really when I was watching last night. So there's a whole bunch of stuff about Anthony Scaramucci. He's a new communications director for Trump. He's a, 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 a blowhard New York rich guy um, called whose Nick, whose self-avowed nickname is the mooch. Uh, and, uh, and what's interesting just to catch people up on what's going on before I can sort of make my comment about it essentially is that he's on the record there. In fact, it's all over the TV right now. If you're watching American news, uh, or on YouTube, the, the clips from like MSNBC and stuff is that he's done a whole bunch of interviews during the election and before the election, uh, about not just saying like, Oh, I don't agree with Trump or I think that, you know, this, this talk of Mexicans, you know, being rapists and everything or drug dealers is bad. No, 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 no. He was just like being a, like like super bro alpha wannabe tough guy and like trying to call him out in a way that looks really awkward on a boy in a schoolyard and looks twice as ridiculous on a man wearing a suit who claims to be worth $85 million. Um, and, but he was going after him regardless of the, of the quality of his attacks. He was like really brutally going after him and essentially calling him a chump and a fraud and all these terrible things. Right. I don't disagree. Even if I don't like Anthony Scaramucci, uh, but then all of a sudden he was offered a job and there's a whole bunch of angles to the story, but I wanted to stick just to the angle that fits the, the sort of comment I want to make, which is, is basically he gets offered a job. He gets next, he gets offered to be close to power. And now all of a sudden he's like this huge attack dog and a bunch of things just felt really apparent to me, Stefan. One of them was that it reminded me of a study that we've talked about on the show when when Rich Penny was here uh, almost a year ago, probably, uh, about how there are many psychological studies which attribute two things to positions of power. One of them, is, well, one of them actually Tim brought up two weeks ago, but we'll mention it again. One of them is that there is a correlation uh, for whatever purpose between uh, like executives and high-powered positions, CEOs of multinational companies, uh, positions of power. Uh, and sociopaths. Uh, 
that these are not only the type of people who tend to be predisposed to these types of things, but tend to be the people most able to get them because they're the most morally flexible. And since they have no morals, that's what being a sociopath means. <laughs> and so, you know, because generally most people have morals, people without morals who are aware of the fact that other people have morals and are smart uh, have the ability to vastly manipulate people and tend to be very successful at getting into these positions of power that tend to operate on a lot of backstabbing and deal-making and, and a lot of not sort of nice business. The other correlation is is the study, and this is the one that Tim brought up, which uh, he was using an experiment with a bowl of chips playing cards, but I know that there's more than just the study he was referring to. But basically, it has been sort of demonstrated in, in laboratory conditions that people, even animals, uh, uh, animal, well, peoples are animal, but you know what I mean, um, is uh, basically have two th- uh, uh, an innate sense of fairness and also a sense of, um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, entitlement. Uh, that any power they get, if they get given an advantage in something, even if it's plainly obvious that it's an advantage, as soon as they have that advantage and they start succeeding due to that advantage, they immediately discount the advantage and think that they are actually, that. well, sure, they might have the advantage, but the advantage doesn't have anything to do with why they're succeeding. They really just are better than you. And this is extremely common. This isn't just one or two sort of anecdotal uh, examples. This is common. This is apparently part of the human trait. So anyone, not even CEOs, just regular people on the street, if you put them in a hypothetical, in, in a sort of real world hypothetical situation, so like a game for the purposes of a study that they know is a study, they would still demonstrate these traits. And so I'm thinking about these two things when I'm watching uh, this guy who's, you know, another blowhard rich guy from New York. Uh, you know, go after Trump and then immediately now is his biggest attack dog is that this is this is the type of people that are, you know, that are so commonly looked to and have so much access to the halls of power all over the world because people just have this uh, this acknowledgement of perceived authority, which is if essentially it's off another, yet another study that basically says I won't get into into the minutia of it, but it basically says that that people when they're when someone is in a perceived position of authority, people do just do what they say. It was a study that was actually trying to analyze why. Uh, what was wrong with the Germans? It was right after World War II. It was essentially what's, what, what flaw is there in the German people that they would be so susceptible to the sort of fervent uh, 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 cult-like thinking that became the Nazi regime? And, and they began the study in the U.S. and they found out, no, no, this is just super common. Everybody seems to fall in line when there's a perceived authority figure there and will in fact go quite far when pushed by them. And so this power relationship of people that are obsessed with power uh, who will you know lie, cheat, backstab, corrupt, do anything that's necessary to get power, and will and will you know hate other powerful people because they see them as a threat to their power, unless that obviously power more powerful person offers them an opportunity to gain more power by basically bowing their head, and then they do it in an instant. And that these are the types of people, these types of people that really do think they're better than you, even though they're really not. Uh, in fact, I would argue many of them are much much worse. Uh, people think that they deserve this power. They think that that they deserve to be it. They think that they that other that you know the law is something to be used by them for their convenience, uh, and that they should be personally above it. But they'll be the first one to cry foul when when they see an advantage in trying to get somebody else in trouble. These are the types of people that fill our halls of power, and it's not one or two. It's just that what's happening right now is that we have a bunch of these people who are not used to being under constant surveillance. 
now being brought in all these re- CEOs who are you know sociopath suspects. I should say I can't say anything about them, but people exhibiting sociopathic behavior that are that are in positions that that could you know be attributed to being sociopaths or sociopathic. Um, and this perceived sense of actually being better than everybody else because of their advantages and the power that those advantages have given them. And, and it's now just being exposed in a way it's now never being exposed before. So Stefan, I said that I had a diatribe and that you would be free to comment wherever you wish. I, I would ask you, however, to, just to start on that, on to comment on, you know, regardless what you think of my, of the sort of studies I was referring to or, or the sort of narrative that I'm trying to draw to comment on simply that on that thing about what's, what, what are we seeing with, with all of these, you know, this just a just a government full of horrifying people. Um, is this? Do you think at my beginning of the premise? Do you think that Donald Trump is simply attracting other horrible people, or or do are you sympathetic to my to my theory that no, he's just attracting other rich people, and that and that there's a correlation between you know immense amounts of power and being a shitty person? I, I think there's a, a couple things. Um, Interestingly, I think the uh, the 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 correlation is not necess- is not necessarily in my mind causation, obviously. Um, and so the you know the what's interesting I think is that the is that the correlation probably comes from the fact that you know if you don't care about people, it's a lot easier to make a lot of money because because that's because then you can only focus on money, right? Like if you're not focused on trying to help other people, and if you're not if you don't worry about trying to you know do other things, you can find yourself in scenarios in which money is all that matters, and then you slowly gain power, right? And so I would so I, I think the uh, I, I I'm not out to say I'm not I'm not out to, and I don't, don't think you're saying this either to say that everyone who is rich is a bad person, uh, but more so that like it is it is easier to rise to the top uh, of these sort of things as by if you're a bad person, yeah. you know it, it, the society you know if you're if you built we've built a society that basically prioritizes uh, that 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 is a basically a gigantic game uh to see how much money you can make and then that money is power and so if you only care about money you will end up having more power so it's not surprising that people who only care money end up being more rich right one and here's another psychology angle as (laughs) stefan's the one that actually took psychology stuff and here here am i setting off all these studies but um but another thing is that is just that idea that um uh it's it's that perception of application like that everybody essentially is that everybody to some degree assumes that everyone else is like them until proven otherwise, right? It's my, what somebody called my theory of, of projection, but I think is, is more established than just something I came up with. But, um, this idea that, you know, everyone, you know, you assume other people like you until proven otherwise, right? So people who tend to be, you know, who tend to be thieves are always suspicious of other people stealing from them. Right. And other people. So when you see all these, like all this backstabbing and all this other stuff be like, well, that's cause that's the first thing you would do. Like, that's just, that's what I see when I see these people well, talking about well, and Trump, has, Trump has 100% proven that he's more than that. What whenever he accuses someone of doing something else, he himself is doing that. That is like, yeah. if there's the only thing you can trust Trump to do is tell you what he's doing by accusing other people of doing it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, that's the only thing you, you can trust him to do. Um, but what I want to get to the second point, which, which I think is actually perhaps more indicative of what you're seeing currently in in the in the white house and what makes trump's administration say different than uh than other right-wing governments that say that that uh that are that are at least competent while being you know while hurting people um is is that 
Trump comes from a very old brand of understanding, you know, masculinity and power, right? Trump is toxic masculinity personified. You know, his, his, he only wants to win every interaction he comes across and in a very small timeline of quote unquote winning. Um, and, and his, the dominance politics that he plays in e- everywhere, um, is, is I think what actually differentiates him and the people around him. And, and, and Scarmucci is, or whatever, how do you say the guy's name? Um, is, is an example of that, right? Like he comes out two days into his thing, he's accusing Steve Bannon of uh, uh, of sucking his own dick, and uh, and and basically claiming for Ryan Supreme to be fired. Like this, just... is, this, this is a classic example of a guy who's out there to try to dominate and act as if like as long as I'm the I'm going to be the cool one, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to like I'm going to attack 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 as if that's the only way to get things done. And so it's this level of complete toxicity of uh, of a of a of a of a workspace and of a of a culture that Trump gravitates to. I think that's what's the different about the Trump administration than a lot of other administrations is that it's not so much... It's not an administration. Well, exactly. It's, it's a, a gang. Group, it's, a, it's a group of, of of the most toxic men he can find. Like, that's literally what he... The, like, the people who stay are the people who 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 have... who only want to be are of themselves and only want to have the most power possible. You know, like, Scarbucci can go around saying he's out to defend... to help the Trump administration. It's all he cares about. But if he's... But all he's done is attacked other people in the White House. Like, this... This is this is this is what's happening here, and 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 we as a society keep trying and trying and trying, uh, or uh, 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 not not positively trying, but like like you keep seeing all these ways to try to normalize what they're happening, or like oh like you know Scrimmagee's like uh, he's a smooth talker, and then two days later he does this. Like no, they're all incompetent fuckheads, and and who are just displaying the most toxic type of masculinity possibly can, and that's the only thing that connects them all. Like that's the only thing that's like that's what makes Steve Bannon the same as Trump, which makes the same as Scrimmagee. Like these are the people who are running this place. Well, and I think that I think that's a really uh, interesting operative word used, and I'm glad I, I meant to mention that as well. The the incompetence specifically because that sort of follows the narrative I was trying to draw as well, which is that, you know, yes, you know, as you said, you know, Trump hasn't taken a bunch of random rich people. He's taken a bunch of rich people that he feels are his style, right? So yeah, as you said, I think you, yeah, I think you very correctly identified that he's sort of, he's the, he's, he's created this gravita- gravitational center for toxic masculinity and he's just gravitating all these like-minded people to him. Uh, but that's the other thing that the, the other thread that I really note a lot and that I really noticed or it really stands out to me when I'm watching the news because of sort of my preconceptions and my things. Well, it's, it's sort of what I filter for is that I'm watching all these people who are owners, you know, Scaramucci is 80, worth $85 million and has two, you know, two multi you know, million dollar companies that he started. He, he at least compared to him, he actually made his own wealth. Unlike, unlike Donnie. <laughs> um, uh, but as well, I mean, you know, you've got Tillerson, you've got, uh, uh, Flynn, you've got all these people that have you know done very well for themselves uh, just up until you know being potentially being put in jail. We'll see. Uh, but I mean, it go down the list. Find me one of them. Find me any of them that are not. Now that we actually know what they're like and we see them doing a job and they don't have the help of their of all the people who work in their companies uh, and their boards and all these other people to sort of like that do the actual work where they get credit that when they're actually put on their own outside of their safety net without all of the people there to make sure that they don't screw anything up that almost all these people are incompetent and yet these people are sort of held up by society as well look they have millions of dollars they've been very they've managed to accrue all this wealth therefore they must be smarter than us we we th- look how smart they must be look how uh, how uh, effective they must be because otherwise they wouldn't have accrued this wealth and that exposes two problems one is that that's obviously not true and so we have a system that is greatly rewarding incompetent people and putting them in positions of power 
and then giving them this perception that they're better than everyone else. So it's sort of twice as bad. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to mention really quickly because it nearly made me die laughing, uh, which was uh, CNN's Jake Tapper, I believe it was, was uh, they were discussing all the, the tweets by Scaramucci. And of course, there's a, you know, we're in the bonus show now. We can curse who we want to, um, but they, they can't. And so when they were talking about uh, the comment about Bannon, though, so what he literally said, the quote was, uh, or sorry, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm not actually reading it, but the, a paraphrase, very close paraphrase of what uh, Scaramucci said was, you know, I'm not in this to basically blow up my own brand. Uh, I'm not here to suck my own cock. And they can't say that on CNN. And so the way that they did a euphemism, I'm quite certain it was Jake Tapper, but it was somebody, somebody from one of those, one of those folks, an establishment media personality who introduced it by saying, we can't repeat what he said, but let's just say that it implies that Steve Bannon would have to be quite the gymnast. <laughs> That's how they said it. And, it. and it was one of those things where like, I, again, I think it was Jake Tapper. I might be wrong, but like, it's a very, it's a serious white newsman, right? Mm. A very serious straight white newsman mm. doing a straight news, white, old white newsman uh, voice. But if you, you knew the thing that he was referring to how is that not a joke line but he provides it provides a deadpan and you just know that like underneath that he must have been restraining a smile because he knows that he was just like sort of joining in on the fun but only for people that knew what actually the person had actually said right it was just it was one of those moments where i'm just like you guys are all playing around this is all you're doing news acting don't <laughs> don't pretend like this is your actual serious face right now because you're totally just playing with us. I just, I just had to mention it. That was, that was too fun. Quite the gymnast. Yeah, quite the gymnast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, my, it's a new Twitter bio. Yeah. Steve Bannon, quite the gymnast. He should. That would be – I mean if he had any sense of humor, yeah. he would change his Twitter bio today <laughs> to quite the gymnast Steve Bannon. <laughs> Uh, that's it. I got nothing else. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I have anything else. It's just. It, it's sort of one of those things where I just. I wanted to mention it now because I'm. I, again, I'm not. I have too many campaigns on right now, Stefan. I'm not trying mm. to start a eat the rich campaign, <laughs> but I just. Uh, you know, it just really makes me sick every time that people when I see somebody being held up as some person that we should listen to, just because they're rich. Because quite often the easiest way to get rich is by being dishonest. Uh, and a lot of incompetent people get very, very rich by either being dishonest, cheating the system, or having somebody hand them a break, and then they turn around and think because of that wealth that they're better than everybody else, and they have the power to do something about it. That's the difference between people like Scaramucci, Trump, and just a regular dick on the street, is that the regular dick on the street doesn't have the power to, like— destroy you and everyone like you's lives if they decide they don't like you and these jackasses do uh, so i just think it's i just think it's worth reminding people that a lot of these people are either liars incredibly despicable moral, morally or actually just quite incompetent and got lucky and or had help uh and they're not actually to be held up and and praised we should be praising people on their on their actions not on how much money they were able to accrue because as i've said three times now easiest way to get money is to be dishonest Thank you for listening to the bonus show and uh, have a good week, folks. Uh, try and stay cool. We'll uh, we'll see you later.